Introduction I'll never forget the day I met Janice. Partially because she was one of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen in real life, but mostly because I was flabbergasted that she was actually interested in me. Despite my profession these days, I'm what you'd call a late bloomer. It took a while to come out of my shell and become truly comfortable with my identity, while simultaneously striving to improve all aspects of it. Naturally, college was not an experience I'd describe as ideal, as I was just seeing other guys succeed socially and with women in ways that I could only dream of. Coincidentally, I feel that this experience allows me to be that much more effective in my line of work, as I can commiserate with exactly what they are feeling. So when I met Janice, I was in no way, shape, or form prepared for her. I was bookish, poorly dressed, and much more introverted than I am now. Despite her plethora of options, she opted to take an interest in me and apparently saw my diamond in the rough. She asked me out for a drink, and I readily agreed by telling her that I was free the next two weeks, not even knowing how to hide my eagerness. To her credit, things between us were great when we were alone. I was truly comfortable with her and overcame many insecurities to open myself up to her. She was incredibly understanding and empathetic. But once we took the leap of introducing each other's friends, the relationship was noticeably strained in a way that I couldn't figure out at first. I distinctly remember feeling invisible when we were out with her friends, even to her. If there was a hole in the ground, I would have jumped into it in a second, and not because of her friends, who were nice as could be. I just didn't possess the social habits necessary to successfully connect with people and navigate social situations at that point. I didn't know how to connect with others on a deeper level than the weather, and it became all too apparent that it was Janice's superior social habits and focused effort that even allowed us to be dating in the first place. As soon as I made that realization, she did too, and she was gone shortly thereafter. A difficult lesson learned, but a lifetime of perspective gained. I eventually learned that my social outcomes are truly 100% within my control, and that placing dependence on someone else to carve out a spot at the table for you, that's a losing proposition. I had to develop the social habits I wanted for myself, and discovered that they are the key to everything I wanted in life. The results were huge, and the mindset was empowering. It's about taking the leap into the anxious and unpredictable, as social situations can often appear. Scratch that, it can be scary as hell sometimes. But as the book title promises, genuine social habits, ones that reflect positively on your character and aren't manipulative or just cheerleading, can change your life. Each social choice we make can either be aimed at furthering a genuine social habit on the path to social fluency, or it can be empty. Embrace intentionality and put in the work, and working a room, owning a conversation, being instantly likable will be inevitable side effects, and that's social fluency. With bulletproof social habits, it doesn't matter that you won't always have witty words queued up. You'll be able to fall back on cultivating the best version of yourself, and that never fails to attract others. Small talk be damned, social habits allow you to convey the type of person you want without even saying a word. Thanks, Janice, for being the best thing to barely happen to me.